on SEN Plus. Welcome to The Breakfast Stable. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. I'm Jack Muller and I'm here with my gorgeous stable mates as always. I'm so happy to be back. Welcome we're back. So, we're so happy that you are back. Yes, I know. <laughs> I miss you. I did watch, of course, via Facebook Live last and, and, week. Oh, hold on. Where were you? Were you on the beach? I was at the I was at Rye. Well, Pete said you were watching from bed. Well, I kind of was. I was in the trackies and I was watching from bed. <laughs> we had the five kids and the dog down oh, at Rye for wow. a few nights. So, Lovely. yeah, I escaped, to the, I, I escaped to the bedroom to watch you guys last oh. Saturday morning. It was nice to It's have great. A, I used to spend a bit of time down there and I know mm. one or two nights away and you feel like you've had a holiday. It was well, really exactly, exactly. So, so, so you're having a naughty affair with the breakfast stable oh, yeah. as you ran say, back in Where were you going? I'm, I'm just five just, kids I'm, and the dog, really? Well, that's what you just said. You just had to sneak. Away. I sneak away to watch you guys. Anyway, I'm very happy to be back, of course. Oh, la, la. So, of course, Catherine Savazio, good morning. Good morning. We've got a busy day ahead. We do got, have a busy day. We've got another jam-packed show full of guests and so forth. And then, of course, you've got a busy afternoon and morning. You're off with Helen this Yes, morning. we're going off to see the Terracotta Warriors. Mm. As if I'm not in China enough, I've had to I go. <laughs> I've, I've waited till the exhibition's just about to close, but we are going yeah, to see it. it. So, really looking forward yeah, to, to that. Oh. It closes yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. We were just, we've been talking about going for mm. three months. The whole time. Yeah, mm. pretty the much. whole time. Yeah. And every time she was either away or I was away and um, we were finally I was going. in China. Going. Yes. <laughs> so good morning, Helen Riser. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> really good, thank and uh, Pete Hilkey, good morning as well, honey. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Jack. How are you? Good, darling. Good to have you here. We've got a busy, busy show. Um, but I must say, big, big, big excitement this week in the house because... For us, the Bachelorette premieres <laughs> premiere this week, and so there I was. We thought we'd, you know, have a bit of a, a thing. So I went to Mum and Dad's with Joan Rivers and the QE2. We were all on the couch together, and Mum. We had we had dinner, and of course, poor old Dad John is under sufferance. You know, he had to hand his man card in at the front door on Wednesday <laughs> night as we strapped in for the first episode of the Bachelorette. And I must say, Angie, I like her because she's calling yeah, out. Like she's calling out a lot of the bad behaviour for the boys. Anywho's, of course, this season they've kind of done a bit of a, you know, sneaky thing where they've got her, had her brother go in on mm. the first night to sort of spy. So we were like fascinated to see how this was all going to play out. But Dad was completely confused by the whole situation. So we're sitting there and, he, and of course, he's like, oh, I don't like this bloke. Oh, he's, he's, he's no good. Who's this bloke again? We're like, it's her brother. Oh, I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, no, oh, no, 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 Dad. That's you know, he's in there to you know. She goes, oh, I don't think it's right that she's got her brother in there. <laughs> and, and, it's yeah. like we're not in New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> then you got to cut the other one off. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the girl's like, no, Pop. That's not why he's there. And he's like, oh, did he know that his sister was going to be the Bachelorette? Did they muck up the auditions? What? <laughs> like, he was, oh. Dad, it's okay. Goes, oh, oh, I don't. Oh, I don't understand this stupid show. Anyway, poor John. Good morning to John if you're listening. I'm with John. (laughs) It was terribly confronting for him for a Wednesday night. All right, we should probably get into a little bit of (laughs) Pete. Wow. Are you still with with us? Oh, sorry. What are we talking about? Oh, the breakfast table. Yes, what a great show that is. Every Saturday morning between 7 and 8. Uh, No, we're going to start talking about some sport now, aren't we? Oh, yes, we'll talk about sport. 
Chiller, God. <laughs> anyway, look, for those that love reality television, I mean, whatever floats your boat, people, far out, Cracker Jacks. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you can see how annoyed Pete is with talking about Bachelorette. All right. That's what it does to me. And John, by the way. Do you want to talk about A-League? Yes, let's talk yeah. about A-League. We all came in for the launch yes, Monday we night. Did. We, we did. Yeah. It was Kevin, so lovely. I loved Kevin. Yeah. He Kevin was... Musket. Yeah. What yeah. an absolutely amazing human being. Yeah. And, I, and I actually must say I loved our chief too, yeah, um, Craig, Craig Hutchinson. Yeah. What a great interview. Yes, and he knows his stuff, doesn't he? It was yeah. a really, really he great does. interview. And he's yeah. very, uh, very well versed when it comes to public mm. speaking as well. Mm. Mm. And we were very well behaved. We were the loud ones in the corner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we were the last ones to laugh. You got to love legends of the room. We are. Yes. Yeah. No, it was a great Q and A with Kevin Musket because yeah. obviously he yeah, is was. going to be part of the football team. nation. Yeah, football yeah. nation. Yeah, yeah well, it's going to be interesting to see where his future goes. Millwall beckons. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. But last night. But last night, mm-hmm. look, Sydney FC 3, Adelaide 2. This was actually played over in Adelaide. Um, phenomenal. So four goals were actually kicked in the first half. Um, that's so almost lot. unheard. That's, that's like, a lot. That's, a ra- that's raining <laughs> yeah. goals, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, Sydney FC, first two. Adelaide come back with a second two. It was ahead of that actually knocked it off uh, and just won it for Sydney FC. A red card for Adelaide. But what a, a great opener, you know, um, really the title holders, Sydney. From last season, they come through really um, have started off well. Now, but let's look to this afternoon. Is a cracker jack. It's the Melbourne Derby. It's the thank you very much for coming. It's the Melbourne Victory up against Melbourne City. Oh yes, the local derby, right? Where right. did you think I was going, Jack? Oh, I don't know. Derby Melbourne, Day. Derby Day. Yeah. Hang on, it's called Guineas this afternoon. We're talking A League, A League, the A League Derby. So what is your pick for that then? I reckon victory. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think victory will do this one 1-0. Uh, they will be victorious. Yes. What so, do you, what do you, oh, I love it. What I do you think, it. Helen? <laughs> <laughs> we just do that to make sure she's awake. I know. <laughs> I'm so awake. <laughs> I know. Head down really. Oh, so we know so if she comes in with her hair curled, <laughs> she's awake. <Yeah. laughs> this took half an hour. Oh, darling. Yeah. We're just yes. so glad that you are here. But we do love to ski you every so often by asking you a sports question and what, yeah. and what you... Honey, if it's anything to do with spring racing and fashion, mm. I'm there for sport. Okay. Well, here's one for you then, Helen. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now, so over in Wellington, tomorrow, the newcomers, Western United, are up against Wellington, which is going to be, a, look, it will be a good game. Who knows where it's going to go? Helen would have more to do with the wineries that are in Wellington, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but, but this is one um, that actually got brought up during the week by Kevin Musket, actually, which is really interesting. So Victory City and Western United. So all the uh, the coaches, it's their first season. Oh, oh gosh. So it's going to be it's going to be very very interesting to see how the, all it's this unfolds. It's almost like an even play, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say that. Oh, Helen, is <laughs> are coming out with was, 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 <laughs> I bow to you, Helen Razor. <laughs> Okay. So would, would that be a case of then everyone's going to be on their best behaviour because it's their first... Or the egos are going to be out yeah. in full force. Oh, or they want to be out kind of going... Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, look, it's. I think it's brilliant. It's great for football. Um, you're starting to see a lot more, even in the AFL, you're starting to see a lot more first-timers come through now and really stay take up those coaching roles, which is great mm. because I just think um, too much emphasis, this is my own opinion on it, too much emphasis sometimes is played on coaches who have been 
there for say 10, 15, 20 years mm. and they think we're going to the best of the best. But sometimes mm. it's the first years that come in that have been in the background, mm. they come up and they take over. It's mm. their time to shine. And they disrupt because they're different thinkers. Correct. Mm. Nice. True. Do you agree with that, Helen? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so just then really quickly, if we look at, you're very, a little bit excited at the minute because what looks like might be... Batsy going to Carlton. Yes. <laughs> Eddie Betts coming back to Melbourne. How, you know what? 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 Be Eddie Betts would be great because I just think uh, with him just running around a little, you know, the scrummage and just picking up that ball, going for the old snaps with um, Paddy Cripps, it'll be good. It'll be good. Well, good luck to you if you manage to get him. Yeah. Um, Essendon's at least, I think, uh, we've got Orazio Fantasia re-signed. Um, this <laughs> Sounds week. like a Disney character. Raz. <laughs> <laughs> no, what a name. Yeah, Orazio Fantasia. I know. It's pretty, he's, a, he's, a good little, he's a good little goer, is Raz. Um, and we don't really know what's happening with Joe Danaher yet, um, so he still wants to get up to, to Sydney, but we'll see what happens. Um, that's probably all we'll talk about with trades because, do you know, it's so... You need to have a degree in physics to work out how it all works. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go into it any further. All Fine. Blacks. Let's Fine. talk, let's talk <laughs> the All Blacks. Let's move across and go to a little bit of RWC. Mm-hmm. What does that stand for, Helen? Rugby World Cup. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> or a roadworthy certificate. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so, okay. oh. so, the, so the All Blacks. Look, Australia beat Georgia overnight. Um, not convincing, put it that way. Um, so Australia are going to play England in in a uh, semi-final, which is going to be interesting. They're going to get absolutely trounced. England are playing really well. All Blacks are doing well. Are we going to get hammered? Oh, gosh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, Jack doesn't know anything about this one. No, it's rugby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so pretty much, look, it's uh, Rugby World Cup. It has been, it's being held right now in Tokyo. Mm. Um, Japan, absolutely amazing. They're actually playing great. They're leading their pool. They will... They've got enough points to actually go into the semis, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. Go Japan. Look, I just personally think it's going to be All Blacks England. All Blacks will probably come out and uh, win at 39 to 37. And just because it's fun, Helen, where did the All Blacks come from? Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. no, say, say it. Who? New Zealand. Yay. Oh, yes. Whoa. Okay. And they're picking on you, but I wouldn't have known that either. Oh, yes, you would have. I no, thought it not. was, but I was. Tr- yeah, I had to whisper at first because I didn't want to embarrass. Well, here's a quick one. Where did the Springboks come from? Oh, That's... goodness, South Africa. Yes. We didn't know we were doing a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the buzzer? See, when it's not set up by Captain Jack, like I I get a chance to get one right. (laughs) (laughs) And then you just flew in. Are you insinuating that I... That was rigged. All right, guys, here it is, the last one. Wallabies. They're Australian. Australian. Oh, my God. See? See what happens, John, when you throw the trick on. (laughs) (laughs) When you throw a trick one in, it's amazing. Everyone looks at you like, no. Like, we all knew that. Yeah. Well, as per usual, it's usual mayhem in the first part of the show. Um, thank you for that wrap-up, Pete, and sorry for being naughty. We're all misbehaving this morning already. No, so. we just misbehave every time. <laughs> we are going to be back after the break. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable at 7.15. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEM+. 
Good morning, everyone. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. My name is Jack Muller and I'm here with my gorgeous stable mates, as always, having a lovely old chat and a lovely time. Um, we're going to have a bit of a chat now to Catherine Savazio, who's Ooh. always got lovely, amazing insights and things that we need to know about and all things business. Well, it's been a busy week and I've, I've been wearing a few different hats this week. I sort of went oh, from yes. one runway to another, another kind runway. of runway. She modelled this week. You look great and you're <laughs> she, fascinated she by too. the way yes, this week. Thank you. Very, very lovely. Thank you. So there's Stunning. a couple of um, designers that I do a little bit of odd or spot, spot of modelling for. So that was fun. Um, and I believe actually that designer, Moss Inspire, they had some... Some lovely press with Princess Mary wearing one of her dresses recently. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She's a very stylish lady. She is yeah. a very stylish lady. So anyway, so mm. that was um, a small fun. thing. But what I did do was I had a trip into state, inter- interstate mm-hmm. actually as well, <laughs> <laughs> to um, to catch up with David Kosh, Koshy. And um, he's got this campaign for optimism sort of hashtag campaign for optimism going around at the moment. Mm. He's really trying to um, get the media to talk about positive business stories and positive news stories. Are you suggesting... Hang on, wait for it. (laughs) Are you suggesting that people try and think positively about something? Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) Let me just straighten my headset. I know. Yeah, so, look, I mean, you know, there's so many things in the press about you know, the doom and gloom and the retail downturn and, you know, housing prices dropping. And um, so, look, it was really great. I was actually up there to have a chat to some young startups and just try and encourage them and inspire them with some tips on being positive and looking for the positives and the learnings Mm. in lots and lots of things that they're doing. so it was it was an opti- it was it's an optimism campaign around business specifically. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes, it is. Um, I think business is a little bit tough at the moment, but mm. it's about looking for all the good things. Yes, and talking about the good things and, and partic- having those conversations. And particularly in startups, I mean, you know, it's a long road, as mm. we all know, mm-hmm. starting up businesses and staying positive. I've, I've worked with many, helping mm. them launch, and um, it is very tough. I mean, mm. you know, breaking even. <laughs> you know, yeah, look, it's, it's basically in. all investment yeah. in, you know, and mm. it, it kind of is continual investment, you know, yeah. it's like it's yeah. never yeah. ending. Mm. And taking the opportunities as well. Mm. Yes, exactly. Taking those risks but having calculated risks. Mm. So that was really lovely. Um, and what I do love about travelling is I, I actually quite like the in-flight magazines and um, I, I've actually taken this Qantas one. I loved that our friend of the show, Jesse Singh, is in this magazine with his restaurant daughter-in-law. Oh. Um, and also Rachel Griffiths, who, who's got the Ride Like a Girl movie out yeah. at the moment. Mm. But I love this little interview and I just want to read you a response to um, a question in, in this little interview here. Mm. Uh, where would we find you at a party? So this is Rachel Griffiths. And she says, I'm in a corner talking to someone interesting about some something meaningful or I'm out the back smoking and gossiping near the rubbish bin with the naughty people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, look, I was in my seat laughing to myself uh, out loud and uh, just it's just wonderful. So yeah. um, I actually She's pinched great. this one and took it home because yeah. there's so many great things and it's a food issue, Pete, so you'll love this one. Oh, yes. awesome. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's hilarious, isn't she? I mean, and let's face it, we can all be that way. Like I think at the beginning of the night we, we try and be, you know, at a party. Sensible. Sensi- yes. That's right, sensible and responsible, <laughs> but then it doesn't take too much before we're all in the corner with the naughty people. That's right, exactly. I thought, oh, my God, that sounds like me. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. It's <laughs> um, more like Jack. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Catherine's well, a you said always the first part of it sounds like you. 100% <laughs> that first part, you know, wanting to find someone sensible to talk to, <laughs> but intellectual conversation. There's definitely the second part of that in me as well. Yeah, just I don't bring it out no, in public not, very often. We know, yes. we know. We've seen it, but you keep it very well hidden. And just to keep, to keep it serious, <laughs> like not, um, actually on Thursday was World Mental Health Day and uh, they, what they say is that 2.2 million small businesses um, are at a crisis point with their mental well-being. So I guess, you know, going back to something a little bit more serious, the prevalence of mental health issues among small business owners in Australia is more than double the national average. So more than half of Australia's entrepreneurs are struggling compared to one in five in the broader population. Mm. So they're saying 57% of small business owners are overstressed, eight in 10 are sacrificing sleep. You don't, oh, have, to, <laughs> you don't yes. have to tell me that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and paying themselves less than the average wage. That's small business, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not a glowing advertisement for going to small business, is no, it? No, it's not. But I guess, no. you know, it's just about, you know, it goes back to Koshy's campaign for optimism and the importance yeah. of looking for the positives and trying to stay, um, you know, really upbeat and, and doing yes. what it, whatever it takes, basically, to, mm. to stay positive mm. and well. If you're, if you're following your passion, you love yeah, what you do. And I know Pia and, and, and Pete, you know, we've got Pia here in the studio, uh, Pia Garva, and you know, having being a chef and working in a kitchen, long hours, very little sleep, and the stress mm-hmm. of perfecting their craft—it's mm. uh, phenomenal, you know. And so, definitely, we, you know, I spend a, a bit of time on the weekends down at Study Park Boathouse, and I was talking to um, the boss down there a couple of weeks ago, and he said, "Oh my gosh, you know, I don't, I don't get time for myself." And I said, "You know what? Look where you are in this yes. amazing environment, and you just have to switch off and go and sit in a corner and say, yeah. 10 minutes, guys." And you have to make time for yourself. So Correct. we're all busy. Mm, but right. it's just so important, isn't it, to switch off. And to yep. you're in control of that. So we need to take our emotional and, and mental well-being into our own hands. Yes, yep. you, you, because mm. you're always going to have something. There's always – you're never going to be finished. Yes. It's never going to be done. You're never going to get there. You're never like, – <laughs> no, There's always going to be something you haven't yeah. done. But, but it's so, about the journey and it's about looking for the mm, positives and, mm, and enjoying, you mm, know, the process and, and I think and it's almost trying good. to stay upbeat. I mean, it's almost like I, I wake up every morning, I go through a certain ritual – uh, where I go through my first hour of complete gratitude mm. and just really get myself into that peak state Absolutely. every I single day. Absolutely. I do that day. too. It's yes. just a lovely you way to start yeah. the day. It, it is. Mm. It is. Yeah. And especially where we live, to actually st- go, walk out to the balcony because we're too quick to pick up our phones these days, mm. check emails, whatever. So I walk straight out to the balcony, stand there, focus on the horizon, mm. get your eyes set over there, and then you can go and relax and go there to your phone later. Yeah. Mm. No, it's a good mm. one, Pete. Good one. As yes. always. You know, mm. and... Thank you, Catherine. I mean, the, the, it is really hard at times to, you know, keep perspective, um, but we have to. You do have to pull yourself out of it, and you are responsible for your yes. own. Um, we just have to make it a priority, don't we? We have to. Yeah. Correct. So, um, and, and that's what I, I get out of food. I love cooking. I love food. It it really warms my heart. And so yeah. you must be just in a joyful place all the time, Pete. Oh, I working am working with food. Oh, I am. <laughs> Whether it's oysters, clams, or. <clears throat> I love being Land around rings. you in the food and eating <laughs> no. your food. Yeah. So you've got some pretty exciting stuff happening, Pete. Woo! Here we go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. They're rounding the band as they come into Pete's corner. <laughs> right. We're in your corner. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I love you girls. What's um, going on with you? Okay, well, this weekend, mm. next weekend, um, obviously it's a Caulfield Cup Carnival. Yes. Um, so talking about food down there. So, you know, let's have, let's have a bit of a look. So... They've transformed Caulfield Arena, I must say. I'm going to call it Caulfield Arena, into Manhattan. Oh. 
So it's very. So is that the theme this year? That's the theme this year. It's Manhattan. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. You'd walk, love that, walk, wouldn't you, Helen? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> walking through there yesterday, um, I'm walking around. Like Bondi Sands are there. They've got a big swimming pool, and people can actually just. In the pool. Is a swimming pool I can see that getting a bit. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what could possibly go After wrong? After a few French champagnes. <laughs> yeah. Nudge, well, nudge, Bondi, wink, wink. Bondi Sands had bathtubs at the Dalesford Polo early this yeah. year, which was very cute. Yeah. So that's going to be absolutely fantastic. But what they've actually done, they've got Uptown, Downtown, Midtown and Brooklyn. So it's, wow. it's it's been it's been really spread out. So you, you've got little um, pretzel carts. They've got oh, hot dogs. Great. They've got pizza. Oh. They've got a stage. They've got gospel singers. Um, so absolute clever. phenomenal. When we start to look at the food, you know, Shannon Bennett's there, Ian Curley. Oh, I love curls. He's a great man. Uh, Julian Robertshaw, he's the actual exec chef of the Melbourne Racing Club. Um, he's actually done some amazing work there. The food, it's all New York, New York-esque. Inspired. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely phenomenal. You know, you look at Uptown, it's, you know, urban elegance. It's brownstone residences, <coughs> excuse me, and they've really just put it out there. Uh, Midtown, it's the melting pots where yes. the gas is. Yes. So, you know, the beer, they've got the big beer and the big vats around. Yes. And it's just looking absolutely amazing. It's going to be an, a marvellous carnival. That's amazing. And look, we, um, I'm you're out there this afternoon. Yep. Yeah, I'm going on Wednesday, Katnar's Sapphire Stakes. And Helen has yes. to organise something for us. Oh, okay. I'd now want to go because it's the Manhattan theme. Oh, look, absolutely. And then Crookfield Cup is next Saturday. So it's going to be a big, busy week this week. So just pace yourself, people, is all I'm going to say. Pace yourselves. You need to pace yourself. I mean, I'm working this. Well, I know it's (laughs) different for you, but I'm just saying to everybody else, just don't go too silly on the risotto balls straight off the bat. (laughs) Try and take it easy. You will find find it hard because we're actually doing our um, Cloudy Bay clam installation. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, wow. So clams, when it comes to New York, it just all everything fits in well together. Yum! Um, amazing. And you, you look at the foods, job. the pretzels, the pizzas, hot dogs. You know, so it's really putting that real yeah. big American New York theme in behind it. So also maybe take a Mylanta with you. <laughs> and, and drink plenty of water. Drink lots of water. And as someone yeah. said to me yesterday, if you actually go to Times Square, what happens is the guy in a back. Batman costume yes. who's behind you when you take a staff. He comes up and says, now, can you give me $20 for that, please? <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, so. Well, we're looking forward to a great week and you'll do an amazing job out there, Pete, yep. you know, with um, Oyster Lux and, um, you know, all the work that you're doing out there. It's going to be lots of fun, but as I said, everyone take it easy and gamble responsibly. Yes, Mum. <laughs> and drink responsibly. Drink responsibly too and wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're listening to The Breakfast Table. It's uh, 7.30. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEM Plus. Good morning and welcome back. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. I'm Jack Muller. I'm here with all my stable mates. And as always, we love to get guests into the studio because it distracts us from being naughty, if anything else. And this morning we've got a decidedly, you know, a chef-y feel about the show this morning. Obviously we always have our beautiful Pete Hilkey in here, who we love to death. Um, But we've also got this morning um, Gerardo Lopez. Welcome to The Breakfast Stable. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And look at we that. can never get enough food in here, yeah, can we? we? Can, and oh, no. we love it because Gerardo not only has obviously a very Mexican feel, as you can hear by our, our, our <laughs> clever mariachi so. band that we've just brought into the studio, <laughs> who's in the corner, but um, he's also brought there's, us brekkie. And mm. there's Gonzales and Mahalares <laughs> and Harares. They're all out there and everyone. Yeah. 
It's a little bit too early for margaritas, unfortunately. <laughs> but you have bought us a beautiful breakfast, which we're going to get stuck into shortly. But Gerardo, thank you so much for joining us on The Breakfast Table. Or in Spanish, Gerardo. Correct. That's yes. Exactly the Correct. Yeah. Well, you're an amazing chef. You're an amazing Mexican chef. And um, you've, you've also in business around Melbourne and you're also um, going to be soon a television presenter as well. But you're sort of passionate, obviously you're passionate about Mexican food uh, because that is your background and your heritage. Mm. But um, I suppose educating people more on what Mexican food actually is, is your passion, isn't it? That's correct. That's correct. I think there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding as to what Mexican real Mexican mm. is about. Mm. Um, and it's, there's such a thing about authenticity that is very hard to establish, right? What's authentic? Well, it's as authentic as you remember it, you know, growing up in Mexico. And growing up in Mexico, I never had a burrito. I never had a nachos. I never had fajitas. Oh. That is no Mexican food. We've been lied to all these years. I don't think you have been lied. I think what it is, <laughs> I think what it is, 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 is easy food, you know, that mm. you can put mm. out there. It got westernized. It got westernized, yes. Yeah. Mm. But it, it, it's Mexican that has been made simple. Mm, yeah, I okay. think like simple and easy to eat, and it's great. I think uh, the work that has been done to you know get the food to people, and and one of the things that I'm very surprised about Australia though is that this is the only country that I know other than Mexico and the U.S. that has a day of the week that is the f- the families have Mexican. Yeah, I don't Taco Tuesday. Any, I don't know any other place in the world. I I, I, I lived in Europe and I've never seen that. Um, but only in Australia. We're pretty good here, aren't we? Yeah. We're yeah. pretty good. We're just We're very multicultural. We are yeah, multicultural. Very multicultural. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, embracing the culture. It's not correct. just that we're multicultural as a society. We actually yeah. embrace culture. Exactly. It's lovely. And you embrace the food and you embrace, yes. even though it's not the correct Mexican food, mm. you still embrace yeah. the concept of Mexico. Yeah. And that's awesome. So, that's yeah. so what are, I mean, obviously, yeah, a lot of us do, as we've got families, we will do Taco Tuesday or whatever. But, you know, it is the standard, you know, tacos. I mean, we've sort of branched out more recently doing soft shell tacos now as opposed to the hard shell tacos. Mm. (laughs) But how can we um, start to develop away from what people would see as the standard, you know, Taco Tuesday? What other things would you sort of encourage everyone to get into? Because you're all about, you know, being modern in in, in developing Mexican food. And I think a lot lot of that comes down to freshness, you know, and and I think it's not only a Mexican movement. I think it goes across all the other sort of uh, cuisines at the moment, Mm. you know, going back to the source, going back to what is fresh to what it is, you know. Um, And that's what La Tortilleria is about, too. Mm. We established this company on the back that we wanted to make real tortillas. We We wanted to make tortillas made out of corn. And we get the corn from um, New South Wales. We bring it into Melbourne. We crush it here. We follow an ancient process of making oh, tortillas wonderful. that is called nixtamal. That uh, we add um, naturally occurring lime into the into the process, so that it breaks the corn, and we can actually get a dough that makes a tortilla. So we know we don't have any any corn flour in the process, mm. that, which is another misconception of Mexican food mm. or, or tortillas. Yeah. We don't use any corn flour. We go straight from corn into the tortillas. And there's only corn and a pinch of salt, but that's 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 what food should be, anyways, right? Simple. It, sh- it shouldn't. It sh- <laughs> should simple, be mucked yet, about with. Yet, yet yeah. delicious, right? And and in doing so, you know, all the other Mexican food that comes with it is all fresh. You know, fresh ingredients. You know, we avocados are originally from Mexico, tomatoes are originally from Mexico, chilies are originally from Mexico. So it's all these and beans, black beans are originally mm. from Mexico. Oh, so yeah. it's, oh, they're beautiful. It's, it's, beautiful. it's bringing bringing all this together. You know, it, it's simple food. Fresh yes. yet delicious, you know, and it's, it's in that you know that that I think 
um, Mexican excels and, and it's, it's its best, you know, simple ingredients. Well, you've brought us in a beautiful breakfast, a traditional Mexican breakfast, would you say? It, is a, it is a traditional Mexican breakfast. It's called chilaquiles, chilaquiles con huevos, so uh, chilaquiles with egg on top. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, this is something that you have in the mornings, um, especially if you're hungover, this is just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> 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 Why are you all looking at me at me all the time when we talk about these things. It looks amazing. I'm excited, obviously, because it's not only vegetarian, but it's also gluten-free. So it, that it always is, makes me happy. It, it is 100% gluten-free. And the other thing about the chilaquiles is is, um, is what you could think is nachos, but it's not real nachos. Mm. Um, this is the real, the way that we eat um, the corn chips in Mexico. We soak the, the corn chips in salsa. Okay. And, then, and then we add a little bit of chili, onion, coriander, and that's it. Um, we don't use a lot of Cheese. We don't use a lot of, uh, you know, like runny cheese on top of no. things. It's we quite don't... clean. It's very clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clean and yet delicious. And it's been yes. naturally flavoured. Mm. Have a go, Pete. Well, have, have some. You're seeing right oh, there. Look, I'm, I'm going to. But I just, I just, I do <laughs> want to say this, and we we're talking about this before because you've had your restaurant for seven years, and then all of a sudden, after the two, please correct me if I'm wrong, you realised that you had something there that you wanted to share to the world. So five years, well, basically two years after you started the restaurant, then you started your factory. And now you've got these amazing corn chips that come out, tortillas. Yeah, so so um, when Diana and I, we, we sort of started thinking about doing this, um, I wanted to have a restaurant um, just because I wanted to show Australians <laughs> what, real, oh, no, that's right, keep going. what real Mexico is about. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's getting stuck in a breakfast. I'll tell you what, because they're soaked, yeah. And the full flavour, and they're not crunchy. Well, they're we would divine. know. Yeah. yeah, we're not getting. Yeah, we don't off, know. No, no. We're not past getting passed around. <laughs> just, notice that Pete's sorry, kicking it all. Look at that. Um, so when we opened the restaurant, we were wanted to make real tortillas. Um, so we decided to. Diana actually went to Mexico and figured out what the real tortillas were, um, which is which is this, and this is how we do them. Um, Opened the restaurant, very successful. Six months after, Mamacita comes knocking the door saying, "We want your tortillas." And from there, everything is history because everybody else wanted the tortillas mm. um, and we didn't have enough capacity in the restaurant. We were just doing everything in the restaurant for for us, for Mamacita at the time and for all the Mexican families that were coming to have and pick up their own the real tortillas. Oh, they're beautiful. That is that, so tasty. Stunning. And they, 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 they have a nice tasty. little um, hint of chili in the back mm. of the throat yeah. that is actually just resonates beautifully. So that's that's one of the things about Mexican chilies. And, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because... There's a difference between Asian chili and Mexican chili. Asia, okay. Asian chili has a kick on the front. Mexican yeah. chili has the kick at the, at the back. back. Oh, wow. Exactly. And, and chili in Mexico is used for flavor, not necessarily for heat, whereas Asian is very much so heat, heat, heat from the beginning. Mexican is flavor, flavor, flavor. Yes, a little bit of heat. Oh. Yeah. And you're going to be able to educate everyone because you've got a show coming up soon on um, yes. one of the major networks um, called This Is Mexico. This Is Mexico. So that's your, I suppose, your food journey, is it? It is. As well, into in sort of interweave with a bit of cultural background. Correct. Yeah. I th- the, the TV show started with uh, the idea of making something about food and, you know, showing the real food to Australians. Um, but when we were filming in Mexico, um, the producers um, from Australia, they, they were like, but there's so much more to tell about Mexico. There mm. is the people, there is the culture. Oh, and there's the Day of the Dead, which I absolutely mm. love because the mass and the whole bravado behind that is phenomenal. Mm. There's there's so much there's so much about Day of the Dead, and even myself, I don't know the whole sort of um, history about it. I, I know the history, but but we need to understand that there's more than 45 uh, different indigenous groups that they 
um, celebrate Day of the Dead. That's about 5 million Mexicans that they do that. And each one of them have a different story to tell of Day of the Dead. And knowing the 45 stories, that's a lot of stories to tell. All right. That's amazing. And look, we look forward to seeing that when it comes on air later in the year. Thank you so much, Dorado, for coming, bringing us brekkie for a start. We always love anyone awesome. that, that, that Thank brings you, buddy. food into no the worries. studio. No worries. And hearing Parado. more, hearing more about your amazing background, and we look forward to seeing the show when it comes on air later in the year. Thank you for coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. You are listening to The Breakfast Stable. It's 7.45. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEN+. Plus. Good morning. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. Oh, gosh, we're at the top of our show already. It's going so fast. And we've just loved having all of our wonderful chef guests in today. And it's continuing on. But before we get to the lovely Pia Garva, we have to hand it over to our party girl, our resident party girl, Helen Riser. Oh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. You've got, you've, got a, you've got a big list to run through before we get to Pia. I do. So we need, we I do. Just want to run through some events because mm. it's been such a busy week. This is the event season starting now it's, it's, and it's, it's just all, crazy. Yeah. Uh, this week I was just so privileged to be invited to the Kangan Institute together with the Western Melbourne and they had this gorgeous millinery show called Millinery Maestros and Protégés and it was a high tea last Sunday and they had the Director of Creative and Professional Industries, Katrina Jogati, talk to us about the industry and the students and the Master of Ceremonies is one of my favourite um, renowned fashion journalist and founder of Vox Frock, and that's Janice Bree Burns. And oh, she miss. gave the most mm. incredible uh, talk um, and interview mm. with the beautiful um, designer and illustrator Estelle Michaelides from Mickey in the Van. And the, the, there were three shows. The students were amazing. Mm. It was first year. Students were so talented. I was blown away. It was beautiful. Um, so well done to Kangan Institute. Also, this weekend, it started yesterday, was is the Motor Classica um, and it's on until Sunday evening at the Royal Exhibition Buildings and it's the most pres- Australia's most prestigious exhibition of classic, collectible and prestige cars and motorcycles and it's their 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. They have fabulous displays, food trucks and, you know, lots of things for kids as well and... Um, One of the standout exhibitions is the Club Sandwich presented by Lorbeck Luxury Cars and a big plug to them because they've got the most incredible collection of cars and it's on uh, today and tomorrow until nine tonight and five tomorrow. Also uh, tomorrow I am going to be hosting the Polished Man event at the Albion, which I'm really excited about. I brought a, a few little marketing, a bit of marketing collateral here this morning. Uh, for Polished Man, and um, and it's at the Albion rooftop from 2.30 p.m., so come along, have a late lunch <laughs> with, <laughs> with live music. We'll, we'll all be there again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's lucky that we all love each other because we do end up spending we an do, awful lot of, a lot of time yes, together. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> and then Sam and Sam will be performing after 5 p.m. I am going to be giving a bit of a talk about Polished Man, so I'm very excited about that. And we're all going to the Yarra Valley Opera uh, this Friday, Friday night. night. Uh, we had Linda Thompson on last mm. week from Gertrude Opera. 
And there's also the Main Street Mornington Festival, which is on the following week, mm. uh, which is Sunday the 20th of October. That's but always such a great day. I will yeah, go yeah. into that mm. next week. Mm. Uh, yes. I'll talk about that. And we, I mean, we had Renee Zellweger this, this mm. week in Melbourne uh, mm. to launch Judy. But uh, we've got Sarah Jessica Parker coming along this month as well for I Business Chicks. Mm. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And that's on, in Melbourne on the 22nd of October. So very exciting. I am so thrilled to have Pia Garver here. I know I'm just going to jump straight into it. Uh, she, you know, I'm, I've been watching you. Uh, you. You were on MasterChef. Yeah. And it was series nine. That's right. Um, Two now years ago. you, yes, yeah. and um, and you, you know you've since then uh, cookbook, I which have. is yeah. beautiful. I think that got launched last year. It did exactly a year ago, actually, and I still <sighs> can't believe I, I did it. Um, it was something that I wanted to do for years, and uh, yeah, I I've done it. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> thinking of the next amazing. one. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. and you know you've got the the Italian flavour. Uh, through your your recipes and the, the cooking style that you um, produce, now we're all going. You're talking about the market table cheese series cooking demonstrations at Queen Victoria Market, That's right. and they start on Tuesday the twenty second of October and go right through till Sunday the twenty seventh of October. And what dish will you be demonstrating <laughs> at this uh, beautiful event? Um, because the actual time limit I have on a demo is quite limited, so I thought I'd try and uh, demo a very clean pasta to actually show, which is actually called cavatelli, mm. and it's egg-free, so only, only using like a, a semola flour with some water and a bit of salt, and that is it. And it's, um, it's a very smooth pasta dough, so you can actually show people, and if people actually want to try it with me on stage, it's, there's no flour flying anywhere. It's very clean. Mm. And it's, it's little shapes where you actually um, create like a little hollow round shape in it, yeah, so yeah, the yeah. hollow in yep. it captures the sauce or any flavour that you've actually put in that dish. And I uh, don't know what cheese I'll use yet, but it definitely will be a beautiful cheesy sauce of something. Oh, and wow. um, I love, uh, you know, like the blue cheeses mm. or the strong cheeses. How many or, cheeses are you going to put in the sauce? Oh, I have been at a restaurant where they had 21 cheeses. So <gasps> I don't no. know if I could do that. I think I might be overdoing it. But uh, maybe wow. four cheese. Or, I mm. don't know yet, but uh, I'll, I'll know. Once I know what cheese is there for me to actually um but see, that's always a good use. one, especially, and we do this at home, and if you ever mm. got cauliflower, you got all the little bits of leftover cheese, I always melt them down oh, and put beautiful. them together and make a cheese sauce. Mm. Great way of getting rid of the leftovers, mm. people. Oh, yes. that's great. Yeah. I mean, and is this the first time that you've done the cheese festival at Queen Victoria Market? The very first time mm-hmm. with uh, Queen Vic, and... Um, yeah, I'm actually excited. But you're, you do lots of different workshops and, and demonstrations. I think you're doing something at South Melbourne Market. I and actually teach well. a lot of classes at South Melbourne Market. I've been teaching there for like two years. Oh, so wow. is that Italian? It is yep. mainly Italian. Mm. Uh, yep. I, I've got one coming up. This Sunday, actually. Oh, yes. Tomorrow. Yes, you are. Because <laughs> you're coming over to Polish Man afterwards. I'm hoping to. I'm <laughs> hoping to. I'm aiming for that. Definitely. I'm, I'm going to try and get down there because I've actually been, I've, I told the guys, I've been making pasta at home the last few weeks. And I can tell you there's still flour in bits of corners <laughs> in my kitchen. There's flour everywhere. So I think I need a few lessons. Oh, definitely great. help you out anytime. <laughs> there is, uh, the main advice for pasta is let it rest. And mm. when you rest, it's your friend. 
So you don't need a lot of flour after that. Mm. So yeah. Lovely. So you're going to be demonstrating on Sunday the 27th of October at 2pm at the Queen Victoria Market. That's and, I mean, they've got different uh, companies that are providing the cheeses. Uh, you know, there's um, award-winning cheeses. That's and right. And also, uh, it's, so it's going to be at the uh, Delhi Lane and Dairy Produce Hall. That's right. At uh, Queen Vic Market. And it's... You know, cooking demonstrations galore every single day. There will be someone from MasterChef uh, that will be demonstrating. So there, there, you can go online yes, and yes. you can. <laughs> there are actually. I'm I'm, I'm impressed. Mm. And you know, there's also going to be beautiful wine bars and so lots of different uh, things that people can can enjoy while they taste the cheeses. Exactly. And the even even cannoli, which is oh. uh, I'm hanging oh. out for oh, that. cannolis, mm. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And there's. Yeah, and the wine that actually goes with it, and um, any any dish. That's and there's up, that's also, up there, yeah. I mean, even the market bookstore owners that's going right. to be selling books on cheeses and exactly. how to cook with cheese. And I mean, it's a full-on cheese festival. <laughs> we, we forget how lucky we are in Melbourne to have the Queen Vic Market because yes. it's not just a place to go and get, you know, obviously fresh, you know. Oh, there's always food, so much happening. But there's wonderful yeah, right. entertainment that goes yeah. on. There's these, you know, amazing yeah, festivals that mm. happen and you you really do need to get out there and make the most of that. that and Pia, some of these you need to actually book in to get, to get a spot. So can you mm. tell us where to book and how to book? It's best to actually go online and um, if you book on qvm.com.au, just go through and um, search the actual link. Yeah. It's actually right on the top so you can't miss it. And book in. Don't miss out. Eat mm. as much cheese as you can. Cheese? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about cheeses. I'll tell you what I do like. I like the smoked cheddar. Mm. A blend of whiskey, orange bitters and sugar served with a Charnswood paprika smoked cheddar. Wow. <laughs> well, if you say it like that. Yeah, what's not to love about any of that? Honestly, that sounds amazing. And you, are, you know, do you prefer to, are you like a dessert cheese person, like where you love to experiment with like cheesecakes or are you purely savoury? I'm actually both. It depends what mood I'm in. Um, like I'll actually use mascarpone cheese in both sweet or savoury. So, ah, yeah. Okay. So, so it depends That's what awesome. mood I'm in. That is true. Mascarpone is very good. I'm just looking at this here. Two-hour guided tours including yeah. a shopping bag and all the cheeses, generous tastings, local imported, vegan cheese. And uh, they've got wines. music as well. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it really just sounds amazing. It sounds lovely. Festival. It's, mm. a, it's a real cheese festival. I so can't wait. Yeah. Thank, you so, <laughs> thank you so much, Pia, for coming in and so talking to us about it. We all love cheese. Yeah, we all do love <laughs> cheese. Definitely. <laughs> No, that sounds, it sounds like an amazing festival. Um, thank you for coming. You, you know, it's been great to have our chefs in today. Gerardo Lopez, thank you for joining us today as well. Pia, Peter's always, Helen and Catherine. It's been lovely being back have in the studio. Weekend. And John, thank you as well. Um, Caulfield Guineas this afternoon. Everyone get out there and enjoy yeah. that. At the beginning of a very big <laughs> few months in Melbourne leading up to Christmas, it all happens now. Definitely. You're listening to The Breakfast Table. We'll see you next Happy week. Happy weekend. Bye.